I don't know if any of y'all know me, but my name's Anthony, and this is kind of my channel. So um, this is my buddy Chris Gentry, and he's doing some songs on the channel, some of which I'll be doing with him and trying to accompany. But he's in, where are you at? Man, I'm right out of Cleveland, Mississippi, in the Flatland Delta. Hmm. That sounds like uh, sounds like uh, Jerry Clower. What is it he said? It's a, a, a few miles outside of Yazoo, Mississippi. That's it. And something. I don't know. I think we got a few of his cousins around here, too. <laughs> yeah, you probably do. So, <laughs> so uh, one of the, I guess, uh, I guess we could talk about how, how we met. Uh, I remember the way I remember it, which may be wrong, is uh, you going to church and playing in the worship team up at uh, New Hope Baptist Church up there. And I went up there and played with, with Tony Pierce and with with you, you were up there, and they. I remember Clayton saying, "You got to hear this dude up here. He's more country than you and more talented than you." And I was like, "Well, I got to hear that. At least the country part. I never heard that." I hope he didn't tell you that in the church. <laughs> well, he did, but you know, that don't mean a lot to a lot of people. Man. Uh... That's pretty well how I remember it. Uh, one of the things that um, I think I, I sent you a message the other day, and it said uh, uh, that you were an intimidating musician. <laughs> I know a lot of times uh, you know, I try to swell your head up a little bit because you really are that good. Um, mm -hmm. It was one of those things. To I remember, I think what turned me on to the whole deal was uh, we were going to do uh, I Fly Away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll fly away. And uh, you looked all the way across at me, and you said, do you think you can keep up with this guitar player? <laughs> I knew right then we were going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that the sound of that music, I, I kind of, I didn't know you then, but, but I know what the way it was with the sound of that music, with the banjo and with the guitar and just the sound of them old songs. If you grew up with those, there's something about them that, that kind of speaks to you and, you know, words can't really say it. So just just hearing that and hearing a common, there's a commonality between people that love that music and that right. culture in general. You know, the old church, especially old Pentecostal, or, or you know, <laughs> it's probably the same across all. I mean, you know, that's a Baptist church we were both in, so... Yeah, I, I don't think uh, I, I don't think there's a better uh, musician than musicians that play by ear. <laughs> and of course, doing that, like I said, we were at that church. Uh, Brother Tony and them, they like that kind of music too. They're just yeah. a country boys. Right. Uh, it was something that uh, I clicked pretty good with Clayton there, mm -hmm. and uh, we had good music and good worship there. And it's something that really uh, brought me back to the Lord. And then when I met you. Uh, you'd read the Bible like a dozen times more than me. Um, then we started going to play at Wilmer's. Uh, I think that was probably the scariest I ever been to play music because <laughs> yeah. of the bluegrass culture. It's something yeah. you feel when you play that that you don't feel in anything else. Nobody's plugged in. Right. Most folks aren't mic'd. Uh, right. It's just something that you feel. And uh, yeah, man, you brought all that to me. Yeah, what gets it. me about it is that it's kind of a conversational thing. And, and, because and like you said nobody's mic'd and you're sitting in a circle so it's kind of musicians mm -hmm. playing for themselves and for each other and it's such a give and take it's it's right. a push and pull kind of thing it's pretty fun you can really and i'm sure a lot of folks can say this about me too so i'm not uh just 
talking about anybody, but uh, it was one. It, it was the style of music that really uh, uh, taught me. Uh, I guess to sit around and uh, and to know when to back off. Uh, right. when to get a little bit louder sometimes I think they called me uh, Van Halen there at first I didn't know anything <laughs> <laughs> to do with it but I really I, I knew that I enjoyed the music and, and I learned that, that you didn't have to be as good as everybody in the room for somebody to learn something from you and you to learn something from them that's really uh, the truth that's yeah. the truth it's of it and that type of music that allows that yep. <clears throat> yeah it kind of gets you back to the basics of playing Playing that, playing the music, and how simple that those little melodies are, and you know, there's. So, I guess the, it's kind of a segue would be how'd you end up in in Mississippi? You're in Mississippi now, and we were, we were hanging out here in Texas, in East Texas before. So, what happened there? My granddad's been a pastor of Pace Pentecostal Church. Was raised. I was just born and raised in it. Um, hmm. I got back into doing the gospel thing while I was in Texas. Uh, my granddad got sick. Um, I felt the Lord calling me to an extent that I couldn't stay anymore. I really mm -hmm. miss a lot of that. Uh, never really had a musician, you know, that I like to hang around as much as you, as far as a daily right. deal. But uh, you know, hey man, I love the Lord more than I love you. I love <laughs> the Lord more than I love everything. Well, well, that hurts so, my feelings a little bit, but I, I, was... <laughs> I couldn't stay. You know. That, that's yeah. really why I'm back. I came back. I'm so proud to be part of that, by the really? way. I don't want to talk about it too long and take up a lot of airtime. Yeah, but we're here to take up airtime. It's one of those deals that uh, uh, I couldn't be more proud of anything. That yeah. and having my kids here to, uh, right. you know, to be a part of it, too. Just to be a part you of know, it. To, Change my life. Well, that's good. Depending on what your life was before, that can be pretty good. A life change. <laughs> so, so I wanted to ask you. I I was just I went over to you know you said we went and started picking at at Wilmer's house, Wilmer Johnson over here mm -hmm. in Longview, and so we went back this morning for the first time in months. And Holly went and we shot some video and that it was pretty fun with Man. some lights and with some microphones and me and Art were sitting right up beside each other. So you you'll get to see it. You'll be pretty jealous. Man, Art's the man. <laughs> He's the Mossman man. <laughs> he, is. he is. And, uh, you know, I, I was noticing, I, I listened to their YouTube channel, which is Caddo Creek Bluegrass. And uh -huh. I went on there, and they've got tw a few videos up, 20 or so videos. Some of them are from, from it looks like the late 90s. He still, I think Art's still playing the Gibson guitar. So it's, it's pretty neat. But I noticed that one of the people they follow was Floyd Jasper. Uh -huh. And I think that's one of your friends. Floyd Jasper. Is that one of your Might friends? Be. Might be. I mean, I got a lot of friends that I've met across the Well, tell the, me, who's, uh, the, who's the picker you always tell me the best picker you've ever been around? The, the fellow that you kind of grew up picking with as far as the bluegrass kind of stuff. What's his that's name? That's Flo Floyd Arbuckle. Arbuckle. Okay. Yeah. What the, He's the man. Is he? Is he still mm -hmm. picking around? Yep. Played with him. Um... Ooh, it's been a couple months ago, I guess, the last time we played together. Hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely try to show him up every time we play. Show him up or show him I off? try to. I try <laughs> to show him up. But he, he always turns it around on me. Mm. Well, if you can't do it, I bet I bet he's a pretty good picker because you got some talent. You got chops. He's a man. <laughs> he is the man. Do you do, are you doing any uh, hunting or fishing around there this year? Or are you just kind of, I guess no. you, you're doing all your recording right now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I don't hunt and fish. I, I didn't even hunt and fish when I was a kid. 
you know, but all my group do, and they all kind of think I'm a sissy because I don't, but you know, <laughs> but they all do. And so, you know, I started playing sports when I was young, and so I never had time for anything else because of my OCD. And then, you know, right. when I got grown, I started playing music, and so, and now, now I'm 44. So that's kind of how Man. it's going. <laughs> I guess about half the songs that I wrote and stuff come somewhere from around a creek bank or woods <laughs> or something. Woods. Yeah, well. I'm still writing those type songs. Just most of them got Jesus somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you get a lot of good songs walking through the woods. And I I grew up in the woods. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but you know, thinking about sports and that kind of stuff. Well, look, I know this is your show and all, Mm-mm. but uh, I would like to say. Uh, he bought a uh, you bought a dobro there uh, mm-hmm. right before the last time I come and sat and played. I don't know if you know. Anyway, I recorded that on my phone, uh, which was pretty cool. And, and uh, I just wanted to tell everybody that since he's this far away, that I can I can kind of call him a storyteller because at one point we were on a trailer one time and I looked at him and I said, "Listen, you're not. I don't play the banjo and you don't play the guitar." <laughs> well, he never told me he could play the guitar <laughs> and then uh you find out he can pick yeah. up anything and play and that's just something to be marveled at man it's uh some yeah. pleasure to play with stuff like that the bluegrass thing i know your wife's uh kind of her song it's just one of those deals that if you've ever sat down with a good guitar in your lap and it's up next to you and you're sitting around with a bunch of guys that are playing the same thing that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think until you've actually done that, you realize how right. good, how natural, and how just down to the point and down to earth that is. Yeah, it does. It takes it me back you. to all my gospel roots. Mm-hmm. It grabs you on the inside. You know, the thump of that guitar, you know, you, and everybody's on the same meter, and it's it's a strong it's a strong rhythm. Where, where did you start playing all of your your instruments what what drives you how do you pick up a dobro and that fast <laughs> just pick something up and you can hear you're always better at melodies than i was i'm just a i'm just a well, hot I, shot player i tell you just starting to play i started playing the guitar when i was in my when i was 19 or 20 i'd played a little bit of key, keyboard and piano before that but just we grew up that music you know that that southern gospel and then the bluegrass it's similar music but uses different instruments. Right. So, so you, I, I think it has more to do with, you know, I didn't, when I, when you said that to me about playing the guitar, I, it's probably true because I hadn't played the guitar in three or four years. And I'm so OCD. I played the guitar for 15 years, but then when I've got a banjo, I didn't touch it. I didn't touch a guitar from 2012 to 2015, maybe. Uh-huh. I was playing the banjo five or six hours a day waking up at two or three playing until time to work and then work and then working all day coming home going to bed happy knowing i was gonna wake up and pick so i can be pretty ocd but then you know being around guitar pickers really good bluegrass guitar pickers while i'm sitting there playing the banjo somehow that just kind of translated to me when i picked the guitar back up in a week i was doing all those all the licks Cause it just kind of gets in you. I mean that, and that right. music does, it just kind of, you absorb it if, if you're listening. It's, so that, that's kind of what happened. And the, the mandolin's kind of the same way and the, the dobro, 
It's a it's a yes, whole sir. different animal, but you just, you're able to hear more of them than I am. <laughs> well, it's pretty simple stuff. Well, so, is, is Wilmer and them doing pretty good right they're now? Doing, they, is they're everybody doing same group still there? Same group. Well, uh, uh, Byron didn't come, but Joanne came, and you know, it, and WW, and everybody was there. Man, that's it's, good stuff. It brought back a lot of memories. Some of the best memories of my life, for sure. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk some about the uh, songs that we did. That that we are kind of in the process of still doing the farther mm-hmm. along and uh, let's talk about farther along. How did you come? Why you? Why do you like that song so much? Man, I love I, I love the thought and the knowledge that I know that sooner or later <laughs> um, I'm going to know the reason for everything. Right. Some of it, you know, I, I think some of us. Uh, some of us might think that it means a little something else. I think farther along, a, a lot of stuff I'm seeing now hmm. that that I thought that, uh, you know, maybe playing and singing that song in my younger days, I thought that maybe that was, you know, farther along when we meet Jesus. Right. I'm finding things right now. It's like, man, you know, at the time when that happened, right. I thought it was horrible. Mm-hmm. Why in the world would I go through that? <laughs> and then. You know, farther along, you realize this is why. This is where you needed to be. This is what you need to be doing. So I think that's why. That, along with, I know you could throw some highs in there that's crazy. (laughs) If I could hold the words right. It's hard to sing to somebody (laughs) not in the room. (laughs) No, yeah, I like like that song, too. I'm just listening to you sing it. You know, I know know it enough to sing back up, but I don't know the words to the verses. It was never in any of our repertoire, so. Right. But hearing you, you know, say those words, too. <laughs> it's really neat, though. I mean, it's it's it really is the the rock bottom of being a Christian and being being a person of faith is the hope. You know, the hope right. that tomorrow has a shot, or at some point, maybe tomorrow will go down. Maybe we're heading downhill now. Maybe it feels that way because maybe right. it is. But at our hope is for the promises. That, mm-hmm. that God's made to us, people of faith. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep the word faith. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that you were just using hope and faith so much in the same sentence. Mm-hmm. I, I brought that up to the congregation last Sunday about, you know, right now the word faith is trying to be pushed out, but everyone's mm-hmm. wanting to hope for something. Right. They don't realize that without faith, you have no hope. That's exactly right. Yeah. Faith's the solid ground for hope. That's, That's it. Sure. And farther along, we're going to know all about that, too. I guess. Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Although, if you get it any more figured out, this world ain't going to be able to contend with you. That's it. <laughs> you try to, anyway. <laughs> I think we try to make it as simple as we can. That's all you uh, can do. Growing you, up, I, it yeah. was made a lot, you know. you know. Anyway, we're trying to make this thing <laughs> where it's easy for people to... To, to find God and to feel him and love him mm-hmm. and do it by standing on the truth, right. the foundation. Yeah, the Bible mm-hmm. says a lot of stuff, and I know we're getting into theology and stuff. The Bible says yeah. a lot of stuff pretty explicitly. You know, there's one God. Jesus is the son of that God. That's pretty simple. That's kind of right. the, if you, the, I don't know how many words that was, but if you boil the whole thing down to seven words, that's, that's what the Bible says. There's one right. God who created all this. Jesus is his son. So, right, word for word. It's pretty simple, 
If you, but you can go, I mean, imagine the pages and the ink spilt over trying to explain Ooh. what that means. When it right. just means what it means. You know what it right. means. Right. It says exactly what it means. Mm -hmm. To add any more to it just causes confusion to me. Yeah, it does make too. So tell me a little bit about that guitar behind you. It's a good-looking unit. Man, I'm trying to remember if I said the opening date of the church right a while ago and didn't get it mixed up. This is a 1958 Gibson. I want to say it's called a GL1. Well, I thought you said, told me, texted me LG1. So, hey, one of the two. LG, <laughs> GL. I'd have to find it in here. I had to find the actually there was a piece of the serial number left um, right at the right at the bottom of the neck on the inside of the sound hole, and mm. I was able to find what year it was. Really? And uh, I know that it's got the cross brace, and I know that that one, what I said, is right because the two has cross bracing this one has ladder bracing but this was my granddad's first church guitar this is the right. this is the first guitar that he was swinging jesus with and uh, um <laughs> it's, some uh, guitars. it's it was pretty cool uh he's got this one my uncle has another gibson he had hmm. um and then i have the martin uh 35 the d35 mm -hmm. uh all of them all of them have just things just just running out the pores of them. You can Magic. smell the old wood yeah. in them, man. Yeah. You can smell this thing now. But uh, it's got a few cracks. Oh, but really? it sounds, it has its own sound. Um, How does it sound it's just relative a cool to that D35? I kind of know what the D35s sound like because they, they kind of have their sound. I'm, I'm kind of biased to that D35, so I might I might plead the fifth on that. <laughs> and putting down my granddad's Gibson over here. There's nothing that I own sounds better than that Martin, right. so I'll just leave that like yeah, that's got, the truth. Got a certain old sound. I mean, it just sounds. There's a there's a deep, but also a sparkle that it's hard to reproduce. For sure, a lot of bass in that 35 for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but it don't lose anything at the top either. No, that Gibson's a cool thing to look at, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so can you what uh, let's see what else we want to talk about? How did how's your how's your kids and your family? You got any? What's going on with them? Man, they are running wild. Um, we just got back from my dad's house today. We took him to see their granddad, and uh, hmm. he broke his hip and all that good business, but he's getting good and strong. Hmm. And uh, they come to church over here with me. Levi sets up and plays the piano with my uh, mom, son. Really? And, and, yeah, Dakota's got his own little guitar. He sits up there with me. And, uh, we jam out, man. Um just bringing them into it. I enjoy it. We do a little fishing, yeah. a little bit of hunting. Dakota's finally got old enough to do that. Mm -hmm. Olivia, every time she's here, she sings with my mom. So, uh, yeah, man, I enjoy it. I, I couldn't give them a better gift. I think my granddad gave me the best gift ever in doing what, you know, what I'm doing now. So I would hope that one of them catches hope to it, too. Yeah, being Well, if you're talking about being in the church, being in that culture, and being mm – -hmm in the music culture of the church, especially that style of music, there's not mm -hmm. a lot of that around anymore. I mean, there, I mean, people say, when people say they go to church, they don't do what y'all are doing up there. No, we have good services. Mm -hmm. We have, I tell you what we really promote though, what we what we really promote is the truth. Um, you know, without getting all into, like we were talking about with theology and everything, I just, I think that if it's not biblical, then uh, um, that's, that's that. That was the word given to me from God. Yeah. Um, is that Bible to read? 
And uh, I think that uh, if if you're doing anything wavering for what it says, most of it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I then that's what we try to do here. And that's something that I did get from my granddad just from the years that, you know, that he was here. This yeah. land out here is different, man. This, this isn't some uh, normal little piece of flat land. We're <laughs> out here in the country. Yeah. And, uh, and I love it. I love every bit of it. When I was a kid, I was the... Uh, uh, <laughs> I was the uh, point guard in basketball. Right? I almost just missed that clap. Now, if that tells you anything about what's going on with my coordination at 46. <laughs> Are you 46? 46. I thought you were younger than me all this time. No, sir, buddy. <laughs> well, good. Miss these nice eyebrows. <laughs> that nice quaff of hair you got. Yeah. Shock. Yeah. I mean, if it's red hair, you got to call it a shock. I knew we'd take the head and I'd take the head off. You know that's a match that ain't no clash you know i do at my age though no i ain't taking no shots here partner but i do at my age take my hat off from time to time because most folks my age you know they're a little bit shy up there yeah me too i'm shy but i've yeah. but i wear a hat all the time i have people ask me do you even have hair yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got some. They know, yeah. it, it'd be probably look better if Woo. my scalp wasn't lily white underneath it. Listen, I'm redheaded, and uh, uh, it's kind of like any minority of any other type. I get asked all the time. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah. I knew a guy in Ohio. He was a redheaded guy mm. named Danny Smith. You know him? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, I do get that stuff all the time. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> y'all should have a club that's what i'm telling you y'all are down around like probably one percent probably the population that's right yeah that's horrible uh, yep. they need to be more of us i think levi's got a little bit of those highlights in the sun but <laughs> he does. he's well, still a little smarter and quieter than that me. dark hair and them brown eyes they've got that's a strong gene it's hard to break into that man hey you know levi right <laughs> levi He's got a uh, he's got green eyes and uh, brownish red hair. Yeah, is that right? Yes, indeed. Strong that gentry blood is strong. Man, got to have something. <laughs> got right. to have something. So let's talk about. We already talked about farther along, and uh, we want to talk about the other one we're doing, which is Daniel Prade, the bluegrass song. And I think there's a few other people that have done it. Probably everybody mm-hmm. has done it. So, uh, what is it about that song that draw you drew you to it? That song has a drive to it, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, um, if you if you hit the rhythm right on that, mm. it has a drive to it. And then when you take the message and you put all that in, it's really an exciting story. You okay. know, well, at the end of that, the lions were hungry, by the way. So science <laughs> needs to, you know, they have to take that out. Um, just the fact that somebody had that much faith mm-hmm. to not only did he go in and not be eaten in the lion's den, right. he went in not even fearing that he would be eaten in the lion's den. You think so? Yeah, I believe that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'd be scared. I, I think to have faith him. like that is something else, man. Well, yeah, I, I, I so. think about it like a, I get Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the same book there in Ooh. Daniel. They said what they said was. Our God's powerful to save us, but even if He don't, we mm-hmm. bow down. And right. I, that's the kind of, that's the only faith I'm capable of. If, if Daniel yeah. wasn't scared, and he's way more of a man than me, I'd right. be scared. But I don't have no choice to whether or not I can back down. 
you know that that so song, that song speaks tons though yeah, it's it a uh, man he prayed every morning noon and night mm-hmm. so it's it's just one of those that uh it, it pumps my faith up for sure we, we yeah. do another song here called god put a rainbow in the in the sky and 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 the thing that makes me love that song is is the same it's just teaching faith right you know we got faith we're gonna be happy in the end of this thing mm-hmm. i for sure am and i yeah. would love to have a prayer life like daniel had for yeah, sure for sure he definitely mm-hmm. believed it for he had reason to believe in, yes indeed. in his god over over what he thought the consequences might be so and there impressive. again i knew that you could do a few things with me on that song it's uh, a <laughs> Well, for people don't know, it's a little tougher than what you think. Uh, it's definitely uh, um, challenging, and it makes me want to play better. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it is a challenge. What well, there's a, there's all kind of technical challenges that go along with it, but just the picking <laughs> yeah. up is a challenge. Just yeah. just that by itself. So that's pretty tough. I found myself. Uh, um, I guess it's it was kind of a habit. I would I would get all the words and play the music all right about the fifth or sixth take. And I would realize that I look like a zombie sitting up there because I've done it. So then you have to go back. Video adds a whole different thing. Yeah. When you put this ugly mug on something, you got to do something. Yeah. You, you got to make sure you're perfect with something. Clench your jaw or something. Sure right. That's just right. Don't chew gum. Chewing gum make you spit on your desk. <laughs> yeah. Hey, speaking of that, tell a funny story. When I was, uh, uh, I don't want to take up all your show, but, mm. you know, this is good stuff. When I was a kid, uh, I was always told, quit chewing gum, you know. Hmm. Quit eating that candy up there on the roster. It was always for a different reason, though, than what happened to me years later. I had a peppermint stuck in the side of my mouth. And it came time, and man, uh, Arbuckle, the guy I was talking about mm-hmm. earlier in Floyd, he was just ripping one off. It was crazy on the guitar over there. And we went to come back in, and I think we were singing the uh, um, – Maybe Elijah's was a song hmm. uh, that we done. We were singing that song, and I went to shift that peppermint back over the side of my <laughs> mouth. I, sp- <laughs> I spit all over the mic, him, <laughs> and we were during a camp meeting about 200 people here, and he looked at me, and he said, when church is over, you're going to wipe that off, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So tell me about you learning how to pick. What 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 age did you start picking and the guitar and what made you want to probably uh nine or ten Mm -hmm. uh the guy was just talking about and said that he would teach us some chords he taught us the gcd and uh, then he run us through all the chords um so we learned you know a one two three b one two three is how it started Hmm. but we always been in a pentecostal church or in that type of environment we always needed another musician somewhere So I started out on drums about four. Um, uh, somewhere at seven or eight, I was trying to play the bass. Um, then we uh, picked up rhythm guitar and started playing it. I really didn't learn to pick anything much until a few years later when I was actually out of church for a while. Mm. Uh, a lot of things I'd seen. We uh, have to bleep, uh, all, bleep a lot of this out for the church. Started crowd. coming back. Nah, no, we'll be <laughs> all right. Um, but when we were, when I came back, um, I started watching Floyd a little bit more once I kind of uh, kind of knew what he was doing. I learned some of what he was doing through playing the bass. Mm. Uh, when I moved to Texas, 
Um, I started playing and, and with Clayton and them, and I really picked up a lot more stuff there because I was able to play only lead. I right. didn't have to play no rhythm, yeah. no nothing. So I learned all kind of junk doing yeah, that. Clayton's then when I went with you, it was bluegrass clicks. Yeah, Clayton's a strong uh, rhythm player. He's a, oh, yeah. he's a good, strong rhythm player. So that kind of freed you up. It did. And that's the you first know, time I heard you play. You were, you were real smooth on that electric. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, he ain't never going to make it in bluegrass. He's going to build up some calories. And it wasn't until I went with you and uh, you said something about a G-run, and I thought, what is that? Is it some type of marathon they doing uptown? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing with the G-Run, but when I seen that, I figured out, and then you shot at me, uh, uh, I think it was Larry Sparks at first, which I mm. can't play, none of that. He's got some wild stuff, <laughs> but uh, I was able to pick up a little bit from Tony Rice, you know, mm-hmm. as, as much as you can with that, but right. yeah, you told me about both of those. That was my bluegrass start anyway. Yeah, uh, you can learn a lot from them just listening. You know, they're, mm-hmm. both, they're both play some simpler stuff. And that's the thing about bluegrass. It, it's basically simple, but it's just there's some decorative stuff they kind of throw on top of it. But, you know, right, because, like, because there's usually just the one guitar in the bluegrass unit, <clears throat> then you got to kind of be be the whole thing. So the, so the flat picking has to be pretty simple because you got to carry the rhythm too. Some of them guys make me want to put my guitar down. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're so fast. You play a lot of different stuff that I don't know how to play. Uh, Clayton, the guy we were talking about a while ago, uh, the last time I talked to him, we were talking, and, you know, he was saying that he wasn't in, in the league that we were in. And I said, man, in what you do, right. you do so much more than I know how to do. I'm not in your league in that. And I I knew nothing about bluegrass, really, other than playing country gospel when I right. first went with you. Yeah, that's funny mm-hmm. how that is. And you can, you know, I'm the same way with you. I don't know how to do any of the stuff you do. But but that lets us play pretty well together because it kind of right. complements each other because we're doing whole different things with the same instruments. So. Man, I just enjoy it. I like watching them fingers over there. I like making you nervous a little bit, same way you like me making me nervous. I have no idea what you're going to throw in some of that stuff. <laughs> well, but it definitely always pushed me bluegrass. to play better. Right. Bluegrass, you can, it's kind of all improv, so you got to be you gotta be ready to do it. And are you just not always ready to do it? Even the best are not That's always right. ready. So. You know. We played at a, uh, uh, when we played at that, was it the Hannah House? Oh, yeah. I think yeah. we did Up for benefit. Trailer. Man, I just remember the heat and that <laughs> yeah. and the wind blowing. And I, I thought at one point, hey, yay, the wind's blowing. Yeah. And then I remember thinking, hey, no, it feels like <laughs> yeah. a rotisserie. Yeah. I think well, it's cooking this quicker. That was a good time, too. It was pretty fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Definitely that. different. Yep. But I, I remember the same thing as you, how, just how hot it was. It was hot, man. That wind was blowing. And I, I thought my daughter got kidnapped. You remember, did I ever say anything to you about that? I don't that? think you did. Yeah, I think I was trying to pretend like I was a good daddy and not tell anybody until the end. <laughs> no, I don't but, uh, that. She was sitting messing. right in front of me out there and she just disappeared. I found her brand new hat that I bought her. Hmm. So I was thinking, my gracious, my gracious, what am I going to do? If I can't find Olivia, I should have known better. Look, she had gone over and broke in line and talked that guy into letting her be the one that got dunked in the dunking booth. Uh, <laughs> so I found her in the dunking booth over there. She had done conned him into doing that. But, yeah, definitely scared me. Father of the year. Father of the year. Well, definitely makes can, you feel that way. Where can people find you on the Internet? Do you have a YouTube page or do you have a – instagram or any of that stuff. i do i have a youtube page that's chris gentry um 
I put a picture on there because Miss Holly told me that I needed one on there. And my Facebook is Chris Gentry. And my uh, um, my Instagram is Chris G. That's what it is. Or at Rusty Chris G. G. Or at Rusty G. Is that how you say that? Mm-hmm. I, maybe that's Twitter. I don't know. But we'll put right. it up. We'll post it on the screen here. So all Chris's stuff is going to be right down here below us somewhere or here. Or here, so this is good stuff. <laughs> Somewhere, I'm fired up, man. So, hey, when are you gonna start playing the harmonica? I ain't. I got enough yeah. stuff to learn over here. <laughs> Going back over to Wilmer's, I'm like, I feel like I'm starting over because you know them, yeah. them fellas pick every. Most of them pick every day, and I pick once a week. And that it's like like you say, it's a whole different thing picking with a group. Yeah, you know, I mean, my fingers hurt. I pl- I do I pick, I play every day for probably an hour a day, <laughs> but my fingers hurt today because you're just uh, bearing down a little bit more. I don't know. Man, it's weird. I've never played six hours. five hours at a time <laughs> like that. It's a chunk. I remember my fingers ached for three days mm-hmm. the first time we played. Yeah, and it, it goes yeah. by quick. It's not like it drags out. I mean, Ooh, and yeah, I'm just right. plum wore out at the end of <laughs> yeah. it. Like, can't man, feel I your legs no more. Yeah. Like, we came home straight home, and I laughed at Holly and then took a nap. So. <laughs> laughed at her, right? Yeah. You laughed now, at her over there asleep. laying over there asleep. <laughs> and then woke up 30 minutes later. So, so be sure to follow Chris on all his um, on all his channels and page. And we appreciate y'all coming by and watching our video. And you look at our stuff, uh, subscribe to all our stuff, and 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 click on the bell to get notifications. That kind of stuff. And we sure appreciate y'all stopping by, hey, Chris. I want to read one more thing on my way out Take here. Take us home. All right. This is at Matthew eleven and twenty eight. It says, "Come to me." All who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If you're having trouble resting, find yourself one of these right here. That's a fact. Right? That's better than anything that you can take, drink, or anything. This is where it's at right here. Look, thank you all for having me on your show from here in the flat delta out here. It's been an amazing time, man. I definitely appreciate it, and we definitely want to get back and do this again. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you, Holly. Appreciate you. All right, man.